0: hi guys welcome back to my mommy's podcast hope you guys enjoy in this episode we're going to give out a birthday shout out to Cristina Cruz from orlando florida and your brother is giving you big wishes I'm here with a retired law enforcement officer. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation. How many years did you do?
1: I did 23 years with the California Department of Corrections. The first 13 years was actually really good before all this medical stuff kicked in. It was good. It was an easy program, uh, a lot of camaraderie. Communication levels were were really good. Uh, I learned a lot actually in my first 13 years.
0: So you actually look forward going to work? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It was because uh, you knew what to expect. Administration, they never really messed with you. Supervisors didn't mess with you. They just let you run your own program. The OGs, you know, mm-hmm. if you were messing up, or fucking up, they would let you know. That was It was good. It was good up until about 2010. The medical kicked in. Uh, there was a ruling about medical. So they would say, I'm suicidal on a Thursday. And knowing that they couldn't be seen till Monday, so they would, you know, get the cooked eggs
0: and wow. pancakes. Should I would do
1: the same thing? Yeah, so they were playing that. So now you would have a whole bottom tier all suicidal because uh, people knew how to get play the system. Okay. Or if they had um, certain medical issues, the doctor would just send them to the hospital over anything because they didn't want the responsibility at, at the prison. Now they would go to the prison, they got access to TV, remote control. Hospital food, which is... I mean, I guess hospital food is better than reception food.
0: And I'm sure that's kind of stressful for an officer working that department or that area. Because it's not only more work, but you know they're fucking around and they're lying.
1: It it wasn't stressful in a sense. It was more like it created more overtimes. Oh. Because back then, it was two officers per inmate. Mm-hmm. So, let's say... 10 inmates went out for heart pain or chest pain mm-hmm. now you got to send 20 officers to the hospital <gasps> you know wow. because it's two per inmate so if you wanted the easy overtime it, okay you take the job mm-hmm. but if you didn't want overtime and you were trying to go home well you didn't have a choice
0: you had to stay yeah
1: and especially if it happens in the middle of the night What happens in the middle of the night, you're already on a graveyard crew, a skeleton crew. Mm -hmm. So now imagine taking all these officers. So you're really down. So the officers that are left behind, it's a a workload.
0: I also feel like that leads into mental health. Yeah. Because now, not only are you working, yeah, you're making money, but where's your family?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people that, when it started kicking off like that, that were losing it because they were getting held over six or seven times. Mm -hmm. And it was to the point where... You, some people took what they got coming, and others would, would lose their shit. Wow. You know, I, I still remember there was one guy who got held over ten times in one month at Christmas. He went to the watch commander's office and blew his shit. So bad that they just said, you know what, just send him home. The guy was about to go postal. Well, yeah, think
0: about it. Like, it's he's we're all humans at the end of the day. I know you guys have a position where you have to be Superman. But at the end of the day, you're
1: still human. Yeah, we're human, but at the yeah. end of the day, we're all a number. But uncle, we signed up for extended days if we had to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we all said. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to work more than 16 hours if you had to? Yeah. Or what do you say? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you already took on the responsibility of the job when you accepted, you know, when you did the interview. That's true. That's, there's a
0: little
1: hook. Yeah. You know, they asked you right off the bat, do you have a problem working 16 hours some days? No.
0: Some days, though, it's yeah. not saying all the time, right? Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's
1: not saying all the time. <laughs>
0: Why do you think there's a high rate in suicide, mainly men, with
1: uh, Man, it's the job. The job is a negative environment. A lot of times I feel like we are in control of everything. You know, we walk into the prison, we're in control of our building.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything goes smooth. And to us, that's a good day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we feel like some of us, sometimes we feel like we're doing the right thing mm-hmm. by spend, spending all that extra time in the prison. Mm-hmm. And we think, you know, we're doing the right thing by our family, you know, our co-workers by, you know, being the next man up. Mm-hmm. And then we take a hit, you know, it's one of those things where we're too busy at work. What are our wives doing? You know, some of them don't work. So if you don't have a hobby, someone's got an entertainer. A lot of times that happens too. You know, a lot of it is, is is divorce. You know that a lot of the suicide is off divorce. But there's been some where it's the job. Just you're doing your job.
0: I feel like you let the job take control of your life.
1: Yeah, you do your job, and you feel like you did what was right in a situation, but now you have administration or internal affairs looking at you ready to take your job from you because you felt like you were doing your job and now that's a stress it's a stress factor because you question yourself like what am I going to do who else is going to pay me 50 bucks an hour
0: yeah
1: you know what about my house my cars my kids how am I going to provide like that you know and I'm not going to say it's the easy way out but sometimes they feel like that's the only solution as a talk, man, because
0: most of the men don't talk to people, right? You because, we're, really see-
1: because of the environment we're in, you mm-hmm. know, if we cry, we're considered weak. It's like in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. you know, we cry, mm-hmm. like, you know, quit being a crybaby. Take take your health, Take, take your holdover, mm-hmm. and do what you're told. Now, what do we do at prison? We gossip. Mm-hmm. That's all we do, is we gossip. And we all, it's sad, but we all laugh in tragedy. We make jokes about it. You know, a dead body. Oh shit, you see the dead body? You know, like, oh, you know, I remember there was a guy that they sent him to the morgue to watch over the body. Mm-hmm. And he was over there poking the body, messing with it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what kind of person does that? It's like, a CO does that because we learn to laugh in tragedy.
0: That is very- And
1: it's the same thing with people that are crying out for help. Mm-hmm. We learn to laugh. Mm-hmm. you know because that's all we know instead of being understanding like, like
0: he's going through some shit you know like
1: he's about to lose his mind mm-hmm.
0: and yeah. instead of helping each other yeah
1: you're helping each other even me I used to even make a joke like mm-hmm. oh yeah the dude, he's he's gonna end up losing his mind and me I would be like well I'm gonna go be best friends with him so that way in case he ever comes in here trying to kill everybody yeah. he would be yeah. like hey you know oh you're my friend you know yeah. you were cool with me you know so uh, I would I would joke about it like mm-hmm. hey you're gonna come kill everybody else like I'm, I'm gonna go be his friend mm-hmm. because at least he he might spare me
0: but would you do that now that you're older and you're wiser
1: as I got older I had a lot of friends that went through stuff
0: mm-hmm. and um
1: we would talk whether through text messages on the phone a lot of them would have got, got assaulted they didn't know how to react mm-hmm. some of them you know um just stressed out being at work dealing with divorce mm-hmm. custody um you know it's a lot of that machismo going on yes now somebody took our woman somebody's raising our kids Mm -hmm. you know what were we doing we're too busy working overtime exactly so now your ex and her new man are watching your son play baseball Mm -hmm. you know watching your son train where are we at we at work chasing chasing that money Mm -hmm. you know and we're thinking we're providing for the family because that's all we know we're like oh you know i gave her everything you give her and your kids And you time. think that
0: was enough? Like you think that was all
1: they needed? It's it's not because even I went through it. Mm-hmm. You know, when my son was seven, eight, nine years old. I worked 10 overtimes a month, you know, and and when he was 14 he came to live with me. By then I wasn't working overtime anymore. Mm-hmm. So my son's 14, 15, and 16, I catch myself trying to catch up to those days that I missed when he was younger. So I'm like, hey son, let's go watch a movie. But by then he's already with his friends oh, let's go watch the new Spider-Man. Oh, dad, I'm going to go watch it with my friends. And I caught myself trying to catch up to those days Mm -hmm. when I was so busy at work. There
0: was a, I think he was like 60. He was about to retire. And he said, mija, don't live to work. Work to live. Because now my grandkids look at our photo album and grandma's always around. And where's grandpa? The reason why they went to those trips is because I paid for them. But they'll never remember that I'm the one that paid. Re- they only remember what they see there.
1: That that is that is true because when I, I was got the chills. when I was younger, uh-huh. working overtime, this older lady I worked with, uh-huh. she and her husband had a lot of properties, but she never worked overtime. And she would say, she tell me, you're never gonna be rich doing ten overtimes a month. She goes, what's more important is your family. She's out, but you're what you're doing now, thinking you're gonna be rich. He goes, it's not gonna happen. At that time, I'm like, oh, you know, she's just being a hater, you know? Mm-hmm. What does she know? Yes. You know, but now I look at it, I'm older, she was right. She was
0: right.
1: You know? I'm comfortable, but I'm not rich. But I missed out on a lot of time.
0: Golden times.
1: Golden time with my son, raising him, you know, had I spent that time, he, he would have did more sports. But I was too busy waiting for the overtime come.
0: Seeing where a lot of male officers don't see is that you know my wife cheated and this and that but woman needs a lot of love and a lot of attention but because the type of environment I feel that law enforcement officers have said that machismo
1: balance it out and understand marriage you know and I think that a lot of us fail to do that even myself you know we we think that well I'm paying the bills I'm bringing this much in Mm -hmm. you drive a Lexus you drive this, you drive that, you know, because of me. Mm-hmm. But they don't realize that they're driving it alone all the time. Yep. You know, they're going to dinner alone all the time. And, and Sanchez
0: the one getting in the... I've seen
1: it too many times. <laughs> I've seen it. I know people now that it's like... A lot of times they're driving around in the new cars, new Lexuses, new Denali trucks, and they're alone, you know. And us as a man, we think like, well, we gave you that life, you know, but yeah, we, you know, you did give them that life, but you give them pretty much like a solo life, mm-hmm. you know, you're just sponsoring them. I mean, that's what it would seem like sometimes because some of these guys, if they can do 10 overtimes a month, they will. But if they can do get away with doing 12 to 15, they will. They'll do 12 to 15 mm-hmm. and they'll spend all their time at that prison. And a lot of times... It's weird because you feel like you get closer to the people at work than you do your own kids and your mm-hmm. own family. Like, you can talk to your partner. If you guys are close like that, you can talk to them about what's really going on versus telling your partner at home. Because then it turns into an argument because she's going to turn around and fire back that you're always gone. Work.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, so
1: unless it's it's an old school Marriage And that's Mm -hmm. far and few where the old school marriage is like, hey, I'm the wife. I'll take care of the home. I understand you got to be at work all day. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, it's not like that. You know, they want that lifestyle, but they want your presence also. So where is the balance? And a lot of times the only balance is nowadays you have to have two household incomes.
0: Yes.
1: It's not like back in the day where you can be comfortable on one income. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, both of you have to work to be in a comfortable lifestyle. That's true. Or he's doing all that overtime, which is pretty much a second job, Mm -hmm. bringing in that second overtime, bringing in that second income while she stays home. But, again, we're not in that old school mindset where, Mm -hmm. you know, my mother was a homemaker. She took care of the family because I believe in all social media, you Mm -hmm. know, everything that's put out there. Not even real, but, you know, of course, people believe it.
0: Yes, very true. And
1: they want that. You know, oh, why can't I do that? Why can't I do that? And it's like, it leads them down the wrong path.
0: Very true. And with that being said, I want to bring up suicide. How is that connected to suicide? And how is work connected for a correction officer? Because I'm sure you've seen a lot of suicides with the time you did.
1: Yeah, I've seen about six or seven. And um, about, I want to say about five of them were due to... Uh, Marriages falling apart, divorce. Uh, the other two was from stress from work, from uh, investigations, uh, fear of uh, I would say losing their job and mm-hmm. you know not knowing what the next step is. Um, you know sometimes we feel like we're on top of the world. You know we're we're making good money. You know we're bringing in overtime checks. We have a nice car. We have a nice house. And next thing you know, everything's getting torn apart. You know, Kern County, especially, Kern County is notorious. Uh, One thing that you have to, one thing that people don't know is a lot of people come from other counties. Mm -hmm. They file child support and divorce in Kern County. And the reason being is because they, they count your overtime. Other counties don't do that. Tulare County, LA County don't do that. Kern County, if they see you're making 10 grand a month and you say, "Well, some of it is overtime; it's not guaranteed," they don't care. They're going off to 10 grand a month. So now add that up. You get your kids every other weekend. That's four days a month. Do the do the math. Now you're bringing in 10 grand a month. Plus you got to pay her alimony. Yes. And then on top of it, you lose half of your retirement you know, however many times.
0: And a lot of women are smart. That's what I look forward to. Because
1: that's, they're smart because there's other people putting, putting, uh, putting up on game, Mm -hmm. you know, of how, how to work the system, how, how to stick it to you, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, you think you're doing the right thing. I'm bringing in 10 grand a month for my family. And she decides she wants to walk off, you know, now she's getting, you know, thousand dollars a kid, Two kids that's two grand, thirteen hundred dollars a month. That's thirty three hundred a month.
0: Well, she said,
1: and she said, you know, she said, now what? Now you got to stop working overtime because now you have to actually spend time with your kids mm-hmm. those four days. So now you're missing out, then you're catching out, you're just chasing overtime the other days you don't have your kids just to pay her.
0: Wow,
1: or go cold turkey and figure out how to get it lowered in the next few months so what's the answer a lot of times you know they're just like
0: ah, so it. all that gets to you
1: it does it pressure builds up and then on top of it you get to work and you uh let's say you get yourself in a wreck now you're in an investigation at work so your marriage is falling fall apart you're under an investigation at work you know and we, we all know how it goes sometimes <clears throat> mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you're hot at work the friends you thought were friends they're real they're sure with back. you because they don't they don't want to be part of it you know, when shit hits the fan, there's certain ones are gonna go run and tell, and the other ones are gonna back off. Very true. You know?
0: And from the ones that you've seen that committed suicide, I know you did mention that they're some high horse.
1: Yeah, it's, and I don't wanna offend nobody, but a lot of times when you feel like you're a king and you get knocked off that throne and that horse, mm-hmm. you don't know how to react. You don't know how to to respond. Do you get back up? Do you dust yourself off? Mm-hmm. And do you look around because everybody's watching you get get knocked on your ass?
0: Mm-hmm. And you're not used to that.
1: And you're not used to it mm-hmm. because you're used to everybody looking up to you. Now everybody's looking down at you, you know, waiting to see. Some, mm-hmm. are, some are laughing at you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Some, some aren't even ha- helping you get back up. Mm-hmm. Now you don't know how to react because everything that you once knew as a king got taken from you Mm -hmm. so it's pretty much you went from a king to being a peasant Mm -hmm. so what do you do do you you fight your way back or or the pressure is so bad and you know end game i don't like to offend nobody but it's the truth you know and i i've seen it i've i've been knocked down You know, I've seen other people go through it And it's only your true friends that know what's going on That are going to help lift you or reach out to you Or, you know, try to make sure you're in a better position To get back up And a lot of times When you go so far up that ladder You forget about people You forget about the ones that Looked out for you You forget about the ones who let you sleep in their building When you were fucking getting held over Mm -hmm. You forget about the ones who, who covered for you When you were fucking up you know you forget because you're you're up there and you're like oh i'm moving up you're still you're below me now i don't know you anymore
0: and when she hits the fan and when she
1: hits the fan now everybody that you stepped on you don't know how to act because you know they're not going to embrace you with open arms Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know they're not gonna say hey man get your ass up man you you good or what they're not gonna do that because you you've been so busy stepping on everybody
0: you said you've been knocked down yeah how did you cope with it and how did what did you learn out of it
1: honestly it was the longest eight months it was hard because you have a lot of um what ifs in your brain constantly you can't sleep you know you can't think right you know you don't know if you're gonna what's gonna happen to your house your family your kids you know you're so used to giving your kids everything now you wonder like damn you know how am i gonna provide Mm -hmm. you know Am I going to be one of those people? You know, do I have to ask for assistance? Do I need to ask for help? Mm. You know, you don't know what's going to happen, what the future holds. Mm. And for me, being under investigation for eight months, I, me personally, I, I fucking, I was high. I didn't know how, because it would feel like my heart was about to jump out of my chest.
0: And there's really no no resources for you guys, huh? huh. When you guys are under investigation, it's just you guys. You can't. You guys don't have like. Like inmates, they can go talk to somebody.
1: There's no, there is no resources. Your resources are your closest friends.
0: Wow.
1: Your closest friends that reach out to you, that call you and say, "Hey, man, what's good? You're alright. Hey, you know gonna be alright, man. You know." people that be like, <clears throat> they know that you help them out in times. So they'll tell you, "You need anything? I got you." You know. But it's again, it's far and few. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, you could have a thousand people in that enclosed area
0: mm-hmm.
1: you only got three friends
0: that is very true
1: yeah three or four friends
0: they all can say hey call me if you need anything I'm only a phone call away
1: yeah you only have three of them out of a thousand people
0: yes
1: <clears throat> seven hundred five hundred of them are laughing at you the other four four hundred are probably fucking gossiping about you mm-hmm. the rest don't care making they're, up they're, shit. they're doing up their own thing making up shit mm-hmm. you know and the others you know it, like I said it, it's it's uh it's a soap opera, you know, that's all it is. It's
0: so did it ever cross in your mind, like, fuck it, just let me end it here?
1: Nah, hell nah. I got, I have kids, kids depend on me. So mm-hmm. however, whatever I gotta do, if I gotta go mop floors, that's right. I gotta go be a security guard, I'm gonna do what I gotta do, you know. All
0: those you know, what ifs, stress, sleepless nights, they, it's for nothing.
1: It, it is really for nothing. Now, taking so many losses, mm-hmm you learn to realize that it's really nothing but again if you hadn't taken those losses Mm -hmm. and you know a lot of it is stress man if you've never been stressed in your life the way that CDC can stress you out you don't know how to how to answer it or deal with it maybe you might it's because that's all
0: you know
1: yeah maybe you deal with it through alcohol Mm -hmm. maybe drugs maybe women I don't know I mean everybody has a certain way of coping with things Mm -hmm. but you know when You've been, it's just, intest- it's, it's intestinal fortitude. This yes. is what they say, like in the military, it's intestinal fortitude. It's like being shot at in, in wartime, you mm-hmm. know, you don't know how to deal with it, mm-hmm. you know, but by the time you're, you're on your fifth patrol, you're just like, oh, you know, who we killing today? Yeah. You know, you're not even it thinking about getting shot. Mm-hmm. You're, you're with your platoon, you're just like, oh, all right, all right, go over here, you know, um, there's been some live fire yeah. over here. What, you're so mentally trained you're gonna go run to the live fire now mm-hmm. versus if you've never been trained in that situation what do you do you run away from the fire yeah you know So that it's a situation like that mm-hmm. it, it, it's a stress factor you know what kind of stress have you been through before to help you you know deal with it
0: what advice do you send to those people that are going through divorce under investigation everybody's pointing the finger at them and now they find themselves
1: alone. You're, you're never really alone. There's always somebody. In, in your heart, if you're always generally good in your heart, there's always somebody there for you, if you're good in your heart. But my best advice is just take care of yourself. Like You, you have to realize there's life outside of that job. Mm-hmm. There's so many opportunities out there. It's just a matter of you manifesting and and. And not being afraid to fail. See, that's the problem with a lot of us is we're afraid to fail. Mm. And we're afraid to be a failure. So once we've failed so many times, we realize like, oh, this ain't shit. Mm. You know, like, okay, you know. um, I'm under investigation. Oh, my wife left me. Okay. And not trying to be sarcastic, but there's 3 billion people on this earth.
0: Exactly. If
1: my beautiful wife doesn't want to be with me i'm sure there's another beautiful soul out there that's going to want to be with me you know there's there's too there's there's too much life to live and and we only get one chance so why are we gonna base it on that one moment in life in in our in our in our life and want to end it when there's so much beauty that extends beyond corrections law enforcement divorce you know, there's so much beauty outside of it that people don't. Re- that people need to see. That mm-hmm. when we think that it ends right there. But at the end of the day, even like now, our kids don't understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. What 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 they're doing. Uh, what we're doing for them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All they see is we want this. We want that. Mm-hmm. Hey, go well, wash the dishes. Clean up the bathroom. Okay. Now we get an attitude. But they don't understand that. Now, but I keep it in the back of my mind. Maybe when you're 30, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, my dad did everything for us. Yes. You know, and the the reward is for our kids is down the road what they become. Because if we show them that we quit, mm-hmm. what are we teaching our kids? Well, dad quit. To quit. Mm-hmm. Why can't I quit?
0: Yeah. And that's what, I, what I've always said. Like, when you hit rock bottom, you got to show your kids how to get back up. Yes. As a woman, I don't know men, I'm sure men cry too, but me, I wipe my fucking tears and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Another chapter in my life. Exactly. Bring it. Yes. There's another motherfucker out there that's going to think I'm beautiful and he's going to treat me how I want to be treated and how I deserve to be treated.
1: Yes. First thing is always just being a good person in your heart. It's Mm -hmm. always, it's always going to carry over. There's always somebody that's going to see it. Might not be now, might not be next week, but there's always that somebody. People have to look at the, the positive of of the negatives, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not think that, you know, we're again, you know, we're in that environment. Oh, we we, we make fifty dollars an hour. A base CO maxed out makes eighty-five to hundred grand a year. Oh, that's good money. Oh what? It is. It is good money. But mm-hmm. you get out here in this with the civilians. Believe it or not, there's people that do that in a week, yep. in two weeks. I've met them. Mm-hmm. I, I've become good friends with them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's when I realized, like, you know, CDC got us tricked into thinking they're yeah. paying us good the money. The government, period. You know, yeah. Oh, we're paying you this money. Mm-hmm. No, we're, we're paying you this money to, to shut the fuck up
0: mm-hmm.
1: and do your job. And and we don't when we don't like what you're doing. Guess what? We're gonna pull the plug on you.
0: Yeah. And it, and you feel like that's it. Like that's all you got right there. Yeah. And they put you under investigation because they know that if they put you under investigation, now you're afraid to lose your job. Yeah. Because that's what you've known since you were, what, 21 or 22, whatever?
1: 22, 21, 22. Yeah, you're you young. It, yes. That's all you know. You don't know. Money. You're, you're, you're all, yeah, you think it's good, good money because you got to realize from graduating high school to 21, 22, that's not a far stretch. Mm-mm. That's months. That's like 48 months, mm-hmm. 60 months. So what What did you do from 17 to 22, 23 that taught you about life. Yep. That taught you about money. It didn't teach you about money. It taught you the basics. Graduate, go be a CO, like your uncle,
0: mm-hmm.
1: your mom, your dad, go be a CO. Go get your pension. Because it pays the bills. Because it pays the bills and they live comfortable. It doesn't teach you to expand and be like, well, why don't I wanna be a CO for? It? You know, why mm-hmm. I wanna be a cop for? It? I wanna run my own business. Mm-hmm. You know, why do you want to do that for? You don't you don't have benefits. You don't have retirement. You don't you don't have this, you don't have that. You know, because what do we do? We always point out the negatives mm-hmm. of why, uh, why you don't want to be a CEO. Why, why would you want to run your own business? Why don't you just come here? That you get retirement. You get benefits. Blah blah blah. But they don't talk about the damage it does to your mental.
0: PTSD. They don't talk about yeah,
1: PTSD. They don't talk about how you you start putting people below you. Why? Because they're not a CEO. Why? Because they did a year, a year in prison. Oh, you're below. They're below you. No. Oh, why? You know. Oh, because you work at uh, fucking Winco, You work. You work at Food Max. You know, you're below me. But you, you go to Food Max. You go to Costco. Man, those people are happy over there. Yeah. Work there. You know, I go to the fucking prison where I make double the money, but fuck, Everybody's everyone's miserable. fucking miserable. <laughs> no, yeah. everyone's fucking miserable. Grumpy. They don't want to talk. They they're assholes yes. to their own partners. Yes. You know, they don't want to do shit. <laughs> I would say that you know just keep a good heart keep an open mind and if you have trusted friends and trusted family you know talk to people Um, just open up don't be afraid to show your weaknesses you know because sometimes uh, pride is the biggest defeat for a lot of men Mm -hmm. you know pride and ego and we have to sometimes let that let that go let those things go and not be afraid to show that we're we're human we're human beings that make mistakes and I think that's that's the biggest thing that a lot of us are afraid of is to show our weaknesses
0: mm, to recognize it yeah everybody. to recognize
1: it and, and and admit it and and you know it's never you know just talk to somebody you know talk to a trusted friend trusted family member you know uh it's it's okay everything's always going to be okay at the end of the day
0: mm-hmm. no matter what thank you so much for giving me your feedback on your experience and from a man's perspective. I really appreciate you accepting my invitation.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me. Appreciate <laughs>
0: thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story. As you guys heard this episode, it It was this type of episode that made you think, right? What do you think? I would like to hear your guys' responses. What do you guys think? Like, you can have it all and lose it at the end right away. You know, like, just because he's a successful and businessman, I think that's why he was all right. But that's why I really wanted him to share his story because his story actually can save a life save a marriage or save a family and he hit all three of them why because he lived it himself he was never suicidal as I could see he's a very um strong-minded person and he always thinks forward like okay what's next if this goes wrong what's next you know it might be the whole marine thing I yes. all my marine friends, I'm just kidding. You know, he he's just a very smart man, and uh, and he did get a point where it states where he states, "What if? What if? What if?" He had those what ifs, and all of you guys know you guys have those what ifs because I've had them before too for a very long time, and um and I still do here and there. I think we're all human, so we're always gonna have a what if. But look at him like he had all these what ifs and he's doing okay he's doing just fine I think we just put ourselves at a very high level of stress where we're stuck we're stuck right there and we're like oh fuck we're done and and it's not like that there's always light at the end of the tunnel no matter the situation you know whether you get fired you get injured you um lose everything because your wife or your husband took everything there's always a start somewhere and it's okay to start from scratch again that's what makes you more humble and that's what makes you actually say i've lived life so once again thank you so much for sharing your story if you would like to share your story with amor de con la mexicana you can go ahead and find me on instagram as la mexicana or email us at Mexicana at gmail.com. As you all know, we're expanding around the world. We made it to Peru, guys. Thank you all. Thank you to all my supporters. I love you guys. Have a beautiful and blessed day.